This is Brother Compton from California. Once again, the title of my podcast today is Will You Sacrifice Your Children to Your God? Through time, there have been cultures that in their religion, they would sacrifice their children to their God physically. Now, I do not know if there are still any places or cultures that still do that. I hope not. We as Americans would never do that, or would we? But in a different way. It may not kill them as we think in their body, but it does kill them in different ways, in their hearts, their minds, their spirits. And what we call the industrialized nations of the world, to include the United States of America, even though we are thousands of miles apart, we all have one of the same gods. Most people would not think of this as a god that I am talking about, but it is. Anything you put first and foremost in your life, and that becomes your God. Is it sports? I have heard about where guys or gals have been watching the Super Bowl Sunday game, and the wife or girlfriend walks in front of the screen on a big play, and that person misses it, and they get in a fight, or maybe your car or house, and the list goes on, but these things can become your God. Like I said, It's what you put first and foremost in your life. But because of sacrificing your children to this God, we have dysfunctional families. And from this point on, things can and do only get worse. Has anyone listening figured out what God I am talking about? Yes, it is money. I do have a sponsor ad, but I will be right back. Just to let you know, I am a big proponent of the stay-at-home wife and mother, and even more, a stay-at-home mother and wife that homeschools. What children want more than anything else is their parents' love and attention. Go to show you a good example. There are two brothers. I will not use their name, but they wound up killing both their parents. Both were convicted and sent to prison. In one of their interviews, the interviewer asked the question, Why did you kill your parents? Both brothers replied almost at the same time that all they wanted was their parents' attention and time. But if they couldn't have that, they were going to take the money. Because their parents were very rich. Their parents gave them everything that money could buy. The best clothes, cars to drive, private schools. But that's not what they wanted. The only thing... The sons wanted was them, the parents, because their parents were always off jet-setting and doing their own thing and never at home. They sacrificed their sons to the god of making money so they could satisfy the other god they loved more than their boys called the flesh or themselves and what made them happy. So the end result was murder, sad to say. Parents are dead, and sons sit in prison, and all they wanted was time with their parents. Both parents working is not a good idea. Children, if they go to a public school, they love it when mom is there when they leave school, and mom is there when they come home. It makes them feel safe and secure and loved and wanted. I am not sure at what age a child can be at home alone In your state, but in the state of North Carolina, it is as young as eight years old. I cannot fathom that. 
And for what? And for what? I hear it said all the time, it takes two incomes to make a living. Not so. It is all in your priorities. Some people say, well, we are doing this for our children so they can have it better than we had it. But are you? Or is it just to satisfy the God of me, your flesh, you? I know I am starting to sound like what they used to call a chauvinist pig to someone out, out of the 60s, but really I am not. I am concerned about young children and teenagers, young adults, the future of America. These are the future congressmen and senators of this country. I would like to read a poem to you about molding and shaping a young heart and mind. To me, this is just so powerful. And here is how it reads. I took a piece of plastic clay and I idly fashioned it one day. And as my fingers pressed it still, it moved and yielded to my will. I came again when days were past. The bit of clay was hard at last. The form I gave it still it bore, but I can change that form no more. I took a piece of living clay, that be a child, and gently formed it day by day, and mowed it with my power and art, a young child's soft and yielding heart. I came again when days were gone. It was a man I looked upon. That early impressed still he wore, and I could change it nevermore. Does anyone remember a man by the name of Hitler? The one that killed six million Jews? He did just what this poem says. He had what they call the U-Corpse. He made it mandatory to go to from ages 14 to 18 for young men. Some of the most formidable years to shape and mold those young minds into his way of thinking. These young men were brainwashed into thinking that if they heard their parents talking against the state or Nazi Germany, they should turn their parents in. So you may ask, what is talking against the state? It may have been mom and dad talking about things Hitler was putting into their children, having them read things the parents did not think was good for their children. And the list can go on. Hitler wanted children to think he knew better than the parents. Or maybe the adults said something, Who does he think he is, God? To show a good example, years ago, right here in this great country of the United States of America, there was a husband and wife that were part of what they called the Nazi Party. Can you imagine that right here in the States? They had a teenage daughter that heard them talking about what they and people in their party were going to do in the state. And it was not good because they would have had hurt innocent people. She was in her bedroom and heard what they were going to do. Got on the phone and was calling the authorities. Her parents heard her. They came busting into her room and beat her to death. And knowing to them she had dropped the phone and they were able to hear what was going on at the other end. But by the time the authorities got there, it was too late. They had killed their own daughter because she was speaking against the Nazi party, just like Germany, I would say. 
Someone will shape the mind and hearts of young children and teenagers. Think about it. Who do you want to mold and shape the mind and hearts of your children and teenagers? You or the system as I call it? Some may say, well, we put them in the best private schools. That's good for education or living in this world. But what else are they being taught? Maybe not what you want them to learn. At that, fine and prestigious school. That forms and shapes who they are, their character. Think about it. When a married couple has a first child, they will use what is called the FLMA or the Family Medical Leave Act time so one or both can be off for bonding with that child. Most of the time, it is the mother that takes that time off, but in reality, that is not enough time to be bonding. Time is from birth till the time they leave home and start their own life. Let's look at the day in the life of a two-parent working home. Let's say they have a baby. The bonding time is up. Time to go back to work. We will say mom starts her day at 8 o'clock. The day will be probably start around 6 o'clock, getting things together for the baby, getting herself ready, and let's not forget a cup of coffee. She has to drop the baby off at 7.30 and be at work and start at 8 a.m. And works till 5 p.m. with an hour for lunch. Now, for Dad, he starts at 9 and works till 5. And they go back and forth on who will pick the baby up. And what happens if both their jobs need them to work late? Well, you could have a grandparent pick up the baby or sister and so on. Most daycares want to close and go home on time just like anyone else after being around a bunch of babies. So you really do not have much time in the morning with that baby. So the end of the day, finally, everybody's at home. It is 6 o'clock in the evening. Time to get dinner going, one of you cooking and the other feeding the baby. Now you and your spouse sit down to eat. It is about 7.30. Time to get baths. Put your baby to bed. It is now 8.30. Unwind time for you and your spouse together. 10 p.m. Time for bed. Alarm goes off at 6 to start the day all over again. Where is time for them to that child for what you want him or her to learn your values and morals? So after listening to this podcast, who do you think is raising your child? and putting into their heart and minds, good or bad. I will say it's not you as a parent. When both parents are working, I do not say these things to make anyone feel bad. But as a stay-at-home wife and mother, you will see your child grow so many different ways that would not happen if you worked. And once that time is gone, it is gone. Just like the poem stated, you can form that soul no more. Now keep in mind, these are just my thoughts. I am just saying. This is Brother Compton from California saying, Have a blessed day, and remember, if you have a crisis in your life, there is Christ, the only true and living God, manifest in the flesh. According to 1 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 16. And for the salvation message, go to Acts chapter 2 
and verse 38. And if you like to read, I know two great books. I know the author. She is my most beautiful wife. The first book is called The Scary Room, about how she found true forgiveness for those that sexually abused her as a young girl. She is a better Christian than me. Her website is apostolicpentecostal.webador.com. And that website again for the books is apostolicpentecostal.webador.com. Tune in next time and we will talk about the Christian point of view on this topic. This is Brother Compton from California saying have a blessed day. I hope you enjoy my closing music. Just the other day He came to the world in the usual way But there were planes to catch And bills to pay He learned to walk while I was away And he was talking for I knew it And as he grew He'd say, I'm gonna be like you, Dad You know I'm gonna be like you And the cat's in the cradle And the silver spoon Little boy blue and the man on the moon When you're coming home I don't know when, but we'll get together then You know we'll have a good time then My son turned ten just the other day He said, thanks for the ball, Dad, come on, let's play Can you teach me to throw? I said, not today, I got a lot to do He said, that's okay but his smile never did it said I'm gonna be like him Yeah, you know I'm gonna be like him And the cat's in the cradle and the silver spoon the Little boy blue and the man on the moon When you're coming home, Dad, I don't know when But we'll get together then You know we'll have a good time then Well, he came from college just the other day So much like a man I just had to say Son, I'm proud of you, can you sit for a while? He shook his head and he said with a smile What I'd really like, Dad, is to borrow the car keys See you later, can I have them, please? And the cat's in the cradle and the silver spoon Little boy blue and the man on the moon When you're coming home, son, I don't know Was just like me And the cat 
Have a good